What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Remember Country Music. As usual, if you're tired of hearing my voice by now, I'm sorry, but you keep coming back to listen. So I'm Kyle Corpus. And uh, today, we got Colton Venner. Colton, man, thanks for coming, uh, sitting down with me, hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Dude, thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm like so, I'm very thankful and just like very excited. Cool, cool. I like that because, you know, then, you know, we get into a good conversation. You know, that's, that's kind of uh, how this whole thing drives. Is it's all about the conversation. Right and on. Before, before we uh, get rolling, I, I want to thank everyone. We're about to hit 500, uh, 500 listeners, um, like 200 followers on Instagram. I know that's a small step, but I just started this thing. So uh, it's kind of cool just to see it kind of build up and, uh, you know, kind of create this small little family. I know half of you are probably my friends with family, but that's okay. No, it's a big step, dude. It's a big step, <laughs> big bro. Step. You can't say it's a small, it's a big step. You're doing it. Keyword, big step there. <laughs> <laughs> At least I set it up and started doing it, right? No, this is awesome, dude. So 500, 500 listeners, I, I know a lot of musicians here who would be excited to have 500 people listening to them. I mean, it's 500 total, but. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Don't do like, we, We're editing this part out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's 500 per episode. Everyone knows. There we go. <laughs> um, so, Colin, man, why don't you just, you know, give everyone just a, a brief uh, background about yourself, uh, your music. Cool. Yeah, so I'm from Texas originally. I'm from Grapevine, which is where if you've ever flown into Dallas-Fort Worth, that's like where the airport is. But it's probably like 20 minutes from Fort Worth and like 30-ish minutes from downtown Dallas. And uh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing music for, I started playing guitar in like sixth grade. There was a bunch of people at my, my sister's friends at our house and they were playing in like a circle. And so I just was listening to them play. I had my buddy Scott over there. Uh, I think I was in sixth grade and they were in like probably like, you know, early high school. And so I heard him playing guitar. I was like, dude, this is awesome. And so, uh, my friend Scott taught me how to read tabs that night. And so I, I just started playing guitar. Uh, then I was in some bands in like middle school and high school. Um, and I played at my church as well. It's kind of like where I learned how to sing. Like when I first started singing, it was terrible. Um, and then I, I was in a, I was a vocalist for a hardcore band for a few years in, in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, and uh, I, I, I've always loved music. Like I've always, it's always been like, I would say my main talent or not talent, excuse me, my main like hobby slash attempted talent oh uh, don't sell yourself <laughs> well you know what i mean I, i'm not some prodigy i've had to work <laughs> i've had to work on it but but uh i have uh, uh yeah so I, I it's always been my main my interest and hobby in high school i was like heavily 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 involved in like the punk and hardcore scene in dallas and so um which you can check out my my old band on spotify burden me <laughs> and youtube our recordings sound very bad but they're really fun times uh, but then uh, when i went to college is really like i started singing at church and that's why i kind of learned how to like actually have a, a, a you know sing on key and do harmony and stuff like that but when i went to college is where i really started uh writing songs like uh, i had written things before but like actually taking the time to appreciate the songwriting process and everything like that um and so i would say for the last like i'm 27 now and i probably that was when i was probably like 18 started you know learning how to formulate a song and i actually started like i think expanding my music taste to what i would consider more of the songwriter crowd mm -hmm. um rather than just you know like whatever we were like green day or whatever in high school <laughs> which is great which is great 
what's funny is like i mean i didn't realize this until i don't know i guess until a few months ago there's a lot of people i talked to that were really into the whole punk scene for like a mm-hmm. while do tons why tons, though tons. but why why when it comes to like songwriting and like a little bit of country music too like why is why is the, the punk scene like the, the thing i mean i like i like that stuff too i mean um obviously like green day or like all-time low like i like all-time low. right 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 i don't know like I, I don't know i like bands like that or like um what's that band right now that everyone's kind of getting into but they're not i don't know if they're punk uh what is it the i forget is it the cadillac i cadillac three yeah it's them oh they're awesome yeah that's them i started listening to them too they're cool too but why is it like why why is there a connection there it's so weird uh i theory not a theory about this but i thought about it before because it's i think that so the music that i listened to is predominantly in high school was very fast punk music and so older bands would have been like minor threat or something like that or like you know whatever like or like even just like in the metal part side like metallica or something yeah. like that and so um i i that's like where the root of a lot of the sounds came i think um and i think that the cool thing was whenever i was in a hardcore band it was very it was a very eclectic group of people there like i i would say predominantly um in a lot of ways i didn't really feel like i fit in as far as like even just like stylistically when i was going to the shows but it was really cool to have a very common bond of a niche thing and so i think even with country music or americana or whatever that you know there's like two camps there's like what you would hear as like kind of like sonically or like the sound you hear like oh this is like this is cool this sounds good to me this is what's playing on the radio but then you get kind of deep dive into some of those artists who really have good songwriting and i thought the people who really appreciate it they really appreciate it and so i think that people maybe fall in there i don't know that that makes so much no that makes that actually makes so much sense and i'm just going to use this as this is going to be my my example and this is my I guess this is, I'm going to, it's, it's a country example, but, um, Eric church, I really love Eric church, Yeah, yeah. but I, I used it. to not like Eric church. Mm-hmm. I used to, um, I don't know. And maybe it was because, you know, the stuff I was hearing on the radio, whether that be pop radio, country radio, whatever, whatever it was just didn't kind of sound like what he was putting out or like, and that kind of thing. And I think then when, when I went into the whole songwriting part of it and, you know, I kind of appreciated what he was saying and like the message that he was trying to put across and, you know, what he was stacking and things like that um, right. is, is when I realized that, that it was something that I liked and something that I enjoyed. And maybe I had to like mature to get there. I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm not saying I'm mature now. I'm still, I'm a, you know, I'm a 22 year old giant kid. That's as immature as ever. But I mean, when it comes to music, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that that's important to think about. And also like, I don't know, it's just different. It's like a different way to, to, to look at music. And that's, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. And that, that, that's a, that's a good point. That's a, yeah, that's a good I, I, I think it's just, it's just, there's a, you know, it, unlike, a, this is the way with any hobby or like interest, but when I, when someone starts talking about like songwriting or like a specific artist that is like, maybe for you that you really appreciate as like a songwriter, it kind of just like triggers something in your brain in yeah. my opinion that you're like oh this person would appreciate these other things that i have really connected with yeah and it's, it's a very you know like inner per- you hear a song sometimes and you're like man i just really connect with this thing this other person is that means we might have something in common in some right. way shape or form so i i've always i've always thought the fun like my wife does 
she like likes music but i would say when i just start geeking out about songwriting she almost like rolls her eyes like honestly i feel that with a lot of my friends too <laughs> like i'm serious dude yeah and, and what well, she she like loves like just she just wants a fun pop beat and yeah. she's 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 appreciated it more since we've gotten married but um, what you're, you're i'm not being weird i saw your instagram post your one year today correct dude yes today's one year today is one year. we've made it one year no dude she is the best like we so i live in nashville now and the reason we moved here is because my end goal is to try and just do songwriting exclusively mm -hmm. and i would have never done that had it not been for her like she she was like was like dude what are we like you're you're she was basically you're not gonna live with yourself if you don't give it a, the old college try for real yeah. and so she has been dude she's been i could i could sit here and brag about her all day she's the best like she is i love her so much and she's so awesome and she's really the only reason that music the effort that it has like it's, i've always taken my songwriting and like recording and stuff seriously mm -hmm. but i credit her for so much great dude i mean that's that's what it's all about right yeah Sometimes bro teamwork you got to find that person teamwork and like she said give the old college try you might yeah well. right right might as well right yeah. um there's something that you said that i found interesting and I'm, i've been willing i've been wanting to ask a person this so i'm gonna ask you it there's it. all these as we know there's all these like sub genres of music in mm -hmm. a big genre of music right so you know i put you under the, like the americana sound which is like some of like some something that i've grown to um enjoy more and more over the past few years um so there's like the americana sound there's you know obviously like traditional country there's pop country like there's all things like that but then like how do you decide like where you're gonna like how do, like how do you or how does someone figure out that this is where you are because you're like okay so like let's say i'm looking at your music right now and you have your last two singles are alternative country whatever that might mean right and then the rest of them you got americana 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 and then you know the ep you put out in 2017 is singer songwriter but like how does how do you genre like how do you genre yourself because it uh, so <laughs> like like if someone just asked, are you just saying on a blanket statement if someone's like what kind of music yeah like? but like yeah so that that's things how do you find that sound and how do you say like oh this is kind of where i am um well i typically say if someone asks me i say americana and alt country are okay. the two roads i cross with i would say i put out a song recently that i would say almost almost bleeds into pop country but i i do have an end vision in mind when i write a song yeah. and it's i think a lot of it has to do with just finding the right person to mm -hmm. make that come to life and so i had some awesome friends in college who helped me do stuff for a very affordable price who are really talented and they made things come out a certain way and i think it sounds great yeah. um and then now i've i've evolved not i've evolved but like i've like it has evolved into what it is because i think i found um this guy named brian douglas phillips in austin he's amazing um and he has really brought some stuff to life um and some other people i've worked with throughout the yeah. time like it, it's i think it's just been a slow process of what i'm listening to also who i am collaborating with sorry right because like, like you said you have an end goal but and that in between that end goal you might change a little bit of like what you what you're liking what you're disliking totally and, and totally. like that's you know that's all part of the process you know in the end mm -hmm. um, and i think like the the important thing is to you know play what you're what you're creating and see kind of how it responds not that's like the 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 ultimate tell tell all like in the end, you're going to put out what you want to put out. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's important because it's, you're attaching your name to it and you're creating your, your brand per se. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you know, some things are going to go over well with at certain times and some things are going to change. I mean, that's what music always evolves anyway. So mm-hmm. you just kind of got to find that little like niche and that little input. That's like your kind of thing. You know Dude, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and it, you know, I think most like as much as it kind of is lame to say this, it also kind of just happens with what's popular because it's like this year I listened to Rustin Kelly a lot. If you yeah. ever listen to him yeah. and, and I listen to him all the time. And it, it like my, like, I don't really think that if anyone heard me, they would say Colton sounds like Russ and Kelly, but there, I think that there are a lot of his footprint on things where well, I'm like, influence there. That's, that's yeah. To, to, total influence. And, and so it, it also, you know, I think that my, w- when he came into the forefront in a lot of ways that helped push me in one way or like, uh, Tyler Childers, Childers, yeah. Childers. I think it's Childers. Yeah. Childers. <laughs> I sound like such a noob saying that. I'm a huge fan of his. Honestly, I read, I do the same thing though. I'll read it. And if I read it one way in my head, that's all, that's all well, it sounds like. I know it's Childers, but I've said Childers until someone corrected me. So, <laughs> so I, but he's a good example too of yeah. like, you know, just the way he says stuff or phrases stuff or just even how the instrumentation sounds. I'm like, man, I love that. How can I get a little bit of that sprinkled in there? Do you ever listen to like Zach Bryan? He's like, Oh, is that yeah? Oh, dude, yes. He's, he's killer awesome. too. He's got he's that awesome. sound too. He's got that. And he basically like, just like recorded it with like one mic, and he doesn't put out singles. He just, yeah, he's he's That's awesome. Cool. He, I think, I think he says, I think he references Childers and a bunch of other people on his first album. He probably too. does. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have to go back and listen. But um, you know what's funny is I was just like I said. I mean, I I I, I get a lot. Of, I get names when I talk to people. Like I said to you earlier, and I I, I have a lot of music on my phone. Like I I just got a new phone. Bro, honestly, mm-hmm. I had like 50 gigs alone. Dang. <laughs> I have like close to 6,000 songs on my phone. Like, some serious ram. I, I know, right? <laughs> but I just love music. Like, honestly, like from top to bottom, you'll find anything from like, from like, I don't know. I, I grew up a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Like, I love nice. Bob Seger. Um, love the Beatles. And then, you know, you go down a list, you start getting country music, like rap, uh, pop. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I have it all. I mean, I, you know listen to more of some things than I do others, but I have it all. But I mean, um, so I started, so I, so I was on his Instagram, Zach Bryan's Instagram. And he said, uh, this was sometime in like late 2019. He put out an EP that I just didn't even realize he put it out, but it wasn't like an EP. It's not, it's, he labels it as an EP, but it has 18 songs on it. Oh, is that the original one? The with like Godspeed and stuff on it? No, that's the uh, he has a second one. Let's see what is it. Called? Oh, oh, the second one is uh is the one that has like uh Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that he, did, he did come out in 2020. It has 18 songs on it, and I remember reading, and it's really good. I, I actually just listened to it last night. I think it's really good. But oh. I, I watched, I read the Instagram post, and I guess he might, he, I think he might be in the army or something like that. Yeah, and he was like, I'm about to put this this album out um it's huge it has 18 songs and i don't want to hear any shit about it i know people are going to give me crap but i don't want to hear any shit about it like it's 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 put out like this is what i want and it's not really going to change and i love that attitude because it's like i don't know especially you know he's independent you might as well just go for it that's, that's the way i see it right well he, he he just put it i mean he put it out and it was like i don't know i i really like most of the songs mm-hmm. and i mean it's a ton of songs but I, when i put it on it's just 
it all flows together so nicely that I, I don't really even think about it. He's, I, I could listen to him a lot. I really, really like him. Yeah. He's really good. Um, and I kind of like just, I mean, I, I've been seeing him on like, I don't know if you follow like whiskey river places like that, but that's kind of mm-hmm. where I, where, where I uh, kind of made my discovery of him. Like, I don't know, a year ago or something like that. So like he's he's super cool and I and I like his whole attitude that he's got going on. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's re- it's very against against the grain and like, which is why I think they pick it up very well because oh they're, yeah they're kind of like that. Whiskey Riff is awesome. At least yeah. I I don't have a ton of experience, but the they've they've been really awesome. They have been so awesome and like the last two songs I put out they put on their like New Music Friday playlist and I've just been like so so grateful. Like they it's really really helpful. So Whiskey Riff, if you ever listen to this, thank you. Whiskey Riff, send me some merch. I buy all your stuff. Yes, yeah. Well, Whiskey Riff, sponsor me, please. Sponsor me. <laughs> sponsor us. I buy I buy all their stuff, so I, you might as well just send me some stuff. Right on, right on. Um, but, you know, that's super cool, and that's something I, – I don't know. I never really knew anything about when it came to, like, playlisting, and playlisting is so important, especially for people dude, who put singles out. This is – dude, I could – I love talking about, the like, nerdy Spotify algorithms and stuff. It's yeah. awesome. Go for it. Let oh, dude, okay, let me tell you guys something. There is a way that is, this has been, I, I like had the, all right, so when I, my first single that ever got into like Discover Weekly or anything like this, and I'm going to say all this, I'm going to preface this with, I don't know what I'm talking about at all. And I'm just going to say what I think might be true. And this is not coming from a Spotify rap. This is also not coming from somebody, like I don't have anything figured out. Look, this is, music is not paying the bills at my house. So take it with what grain of salt you need. Um, but I, I had one song and I was like, I want to get on discover weekly or something, or like, I just want to get more plays. I was like, I love doing music and I want to like get into that world. So I just spent like forever, forever, forever. Like it was like to, in between like 20 and 30 for, I don't know how many hours I really don't, but I would get home from work every day. And I picked one song when I just had this one EP out and, um, like I would just email it to everyone I could. I was like, all right, this playlist kind of seems like it could maybe get, maybe include it. And eventually it was like my monthly listeners would go up, like they'd get added to one and they'd go off like 30 people and they would go at, get added to a okay one and it'd be go up like a hundred people. And so that, that went on for like a month and a half of me just like sending it every single day. And I was just like, this is doomed. Like, you know, every time everyone dreams when they put a song out, they're like, I want this thing to just get on new music Friday and just get a million plays. And that's, this just like, for me, that's just not going to happen unless I have somebody important telling someone that that should be a thing. But after a, a, a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of hours emailing people and finally getting onto it, I woke up one Monday or Tuesday and I noticed my music went from like a thousand monthly listeners, which was like for me to see four numbers was amazing. To it was like, like 5,000 the next day. I was like, what the heck happened? And so I had that song that I was just sending and I guess enough people saved it or added it or it got hurt into where it got into the discover weekly cycle to where every Monday it, it like repeats and then <laughs> people would save that. And so now when I have stuff come out, it would go to release radar for people who had saved it and all that. And it's, it's just, it, I, the reason I'm saying all this is because I think that Spotify and the way that they do playlisting is so genius because it's now pitching me to people they think that will like me yeah and, and i can't like most if if anyone who's not my immediate friend has either heard of me from a friend of mine or through something like that and then 
it's like maybe one day I'll get on an editorial playlist. And then that eventually happened. And I was like, this is amazing. And I'm, I'm saying this like out of a no, like I have no, I don't know. I'm just grateful. Like, I think I, I'm, I really wanted to say, that. I'm really thankful for how Spotify does it because I think that once you break into that world, it really is helpful for someone like me who doesn't have a record deal, who doesn't have anyone really representing themselves. And so when I put a song out, it's just up to Spotify doing what yeah. it is built to do and my friends doing what they think is best. And it's so anyways, I, I really, I just like it a lot. I think it's really cool. I'm so thankful for it. And I think it's awesome. Like it's so yeah. fun. It, it's a cool feeling knowing that some that's because Spotify pitches it to a random person and they like it, that that person will hit me up. And I'm like, yeah. dude, that's cool. Like it's true. Yeah. And, and I, it's funny because let's travel back a few years when Apple music and Spotify and, you know, all streaming sites became like a really big and prevalent thing. It's like, I know people started, and especially like artists started kind of hating on them. Cause it's like, you know, they weren't getting what people weren't, you know, paying for their full albums on, you know, digitally and things totally. like that. And although that still really does help, and in some ways getting playlisted is, is really important for a lot of these people. Also, totally. it's like, it's like, if you're a big name and you're, and you're being streamed, you're getting a, a crap load of money anyway. What's the, yeah. the important thing is the people who are, you know, the people who are cutting their teeth and like and trying their best to make a name for themselves. And the playlisting is, is, is arguably more important than someone going out and buying their song because I mean, let's think about it. Like if, if we were still in the, in the buying age, Let's say I didn't know you and I would go on iTunes and, and say, oh yeah, the 10 second, the song sounds good, but I don't know this person. I don't know if I want to pay this money for it. Right. But if it's on the playlist, you listen to it and you say, oh, I like this person. Let's go. Totally. Totally. No, I, I agree. I, I prefer it this way because uh, I used to use this website when I first started putting music out called noise trade because it was free, but it gave you the person's email okay. in exchange. And so I was like, I'm not going to like, no, a bunch of random people are not going to pay six bucks for whatever, you know, like, just like what you're saying, like you, especially people who are younger and who are not just trying to lo drop money on music they've never heard. So I think that like, like my song I just put out, it just got added to a Spotify playlist. Yep. And I was like, for me, that is like, dude I, we we made it like, <laughs> like like i'm like i'm like what the heck you're it's, on a list of some pretty cool people <laughs> dude, yes it's really cool like it was it's really i'm really thankful and i'm excited and i don't yeah. mean that like you know you know I'm, I'm i'm really trying to preface that i don't think i'm this person who deserves that i'm just really thankful. yeah i disagree but i appreciate that i mean obviously i believe in the songs but like you know i wasn't like yeah of course i got like i was like <laughs> dude i was like what like i'm on this Which cool playlist awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It, I mean, I just love it, dude. And so, and I, and so I agree because now it's like, dude, you pay. I, I get that the money thing. Like, I mean, I'm not making that much money from streaming or anything. And so it's like, it's a, it, I can't live off of it. Right. Um, but I, I appreciate that accessibility mm -hmm. because now that leads into other opportunities. Right. Um, you right. know, you know, when just, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the song. Cause you just, you just brought it up. So sure called where it's blue it's a yes. really really good song really really well written i seriously think that everyone should go listen to it um so why don't you talk about kind of where that all came from how that came to be kind of like your interpretation of the song you know what's mm -hmm. about and things like that yeah dude so this song is like 
I, I said on the idea, like I came up with it in like 2016. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I've, I've always wanted to write this, this hook it, because I feel like everyone can relate to it in some capacity of like getting, you know, going through some breakup mm-hmm. and you just being like, I don't want this thing. I, 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 I'm hurt. I'm just like, you're just thinking about it, which in at my age, whenever I came up with the idea, like, you know, early twenties, like, that I had, I, I personally don't feel like I grasped the concept of it as much. I'm glad I waited to both just experience life a little bit more yeah. and to also have a lot of friends who have gone through much worse than I have. Um, and so the, the, the hook is where it is, where it's blue. So if you, if you want to pause this podcast and go listen to it right now, so it can surprise <laughs> you then do that. But you know, I, I kind of just thought about that idea. It's like, you know, the heat of a flame is, is higher than cool. on the blue part, whenever on the yellow part or whatever. And I just, I, I love that concept of like, you know, with, uh, really emotional times in life, everything seems so heightened. And so I was like, thinking about that like i think uh, i you know just thinking about whenever i was in college and i really liked someone but they weren't into it i was like dang i just can't stop thinking about how many that. times that happened to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah more than the listeners of this podcast <laughs> i'm just don't do that to me come on i'm sorry bro i'm sorry no I, i'm just kidding um <laughs> but but I, I i really i i struggled with the song for a long time because i felt like i was i i loved the idea and i was trying to get something and then eventually there was one day, it was right after we moved to Nashville. So I think that the combination of the whimsical, I, like the whimsical feeling of moving here, trying to do songwriting, sitting on it, having done some co-writes with some people at that point, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get, just take my experiences of songwriting. And I think I know how to formulate this idea a little bit more. So I finally came up with the chorus idea. I showed my buddy, he was like, hey, you should really... I, I think I kind of feel like a jerk because I, I was like, dude, we should write this song together. And then I sent him a voice memo that night and I was like, hey, I finished it. <laughs> you, you solo wrote this one? Yeah, this one is solo right. Wow. This is solo right. So wow. um, I can't imagine co writing because I, I can't write songs, <laughs> but I couldn't even co write. There's no way I could solo write. Come on. Dude, I, I appreciate the, the awestruckness, but I, it's, it's, uh, yeah, this this one was my it was really fun to write. And it's, cool. I love, I, if you, you'll see like my EP, it's coming out, it's called Walk Through Fire. I have it in a couple songs. The next song is coming out. It's the the chorus line talks about fire, cool. and so I I just think it's a cool aesthetic as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, you know this song it was really fun to write, and and uh, the first verse and the chorus and the second verse all fell out of me kind of in one night. The bridge was the only place that the that the I had to go back and forth on, and it was just a few lines that yeah. I think I had to I had to mess with. I think the only way I'd get you know, any sort of lyrical anything come out for a song like that is if I had, you know, a couple beers, a couple drinks. And <laughs> Dude, to be honest, it, it was just more, it was just a, like, I write late at night. Like typically if I'm writing at home, um, I do it sometimes during the day, but I usually, I work from home as well. So I have to do work. <laughs> and so my wife goes to sleep fairly early um like 10 or so and i'm a night owl so i'll like wait till she falls asleep and then i'll get out of bed and write stuff and so i don't remember if she was asleep that night and we were living in a studio apartment at the time so it was like we, i had i would go to the bathroom to either write, songwrite or i play or i'm gonna say this i play 
but really I'm, I mess with yeah. playing pedal steel and saw it practice in there. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I've only played on one track, so and that's I, cool. I, I've done two sessions and one of them, they were like, Hey man, we're going to go a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I hope to get good enough to do it legit, but I, I wrote that in and I, I showed Leah, I think I maybe, maybe she would, I think she might've been watching a movie or something. Regardless, I would go to the bathroom to write, um, like, not go to the bathroom, but I would be inside of the. He's bathroom. not going to the bathroom while he's writing songs. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's not guys. a multitasker. He, you know, no, he's no, doing no, no, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, I, I I worked on that one for a while, and dude, when I finished it, I was like, I really love this song. I, I love it. I think, as far as songwriting, it is the one that I'm the most proud of. Mm-hmm. As far as how to formulate a song, I, I really love how it turned out, and I'm really proud of it. So I also love how it turned out. Thanks. Which, which I need to give a shout out to uh, Brian Douglas Phillips, the producer. Fred Duncan and Jacob Hildebrand because they are the dudes who put like they we got in the studio and they just rocked it and and so I I really I mean I love the song and I think it is great to play but they brought it to life so awesome awesome so you just said that you got a um, you got a new EP you know on the way um, yes is it done or are you working on it no it's done I I did um I recorded in Austin. Uh, and so I went down, it's four songs. And so it's really, I mean, it's the new EP. I actually think you and Allie on the last podcast might've criticized this method. So I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be three singles and then a fourth single. I will say we did do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Uh, which I, Allie shout out, <laughs> Kyle shout out, but I, 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 that's what I'm doing. Cause that's all I've I can afford. I've been called out. I'm so, I'm, no, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not calling you out. I'm saying. I'm saying I agree with you guys that I get bummed when someone's like, I have an EP coming out. It's all the songs they put out. But I've also, for, to be fair, from the get-go, when I released a song, I was like, this is the first song from my new EP. Yeah. This is the second song from my new EP. And I'm going to be like, this is the third. And then I'll give a preface for being like, I've got one more song to be added to this. So. <laughs> okay, one. So happy that you actually listened to it and that you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm two episodes deep on you, dog. I've been listening. <laughs> Love that. Um, but I will say that, you know, when we said that it was more of like, a, you know, there's, there's different calibers where you're allowed to do that. You know, sometimes if, you know, if you have a super large following and you do that, that's a pain in the ass. That's yeah, what I don't yeah. like. But in the world of singles, sometimes you got to release the singles before you put it all together. Dude. And, and to be honest, that goes with what I was talking about Spotify in general. It's like, I, from my understanding, they, treat you as a repeat customer so when i have four singles lined up they're like he's going to be interacting with people through our platform for him for the next four months so um that i i think that that's really helpful for me like my buddy bo armstrong which everyone should go listen oh yeah oh you checked him out yeah i I listened for a while he's sick oh dude bo's like my boy dude that's hilarious i'm gonna i'm gonna text him after this like literally bo is can you kind of get him on with me (laughs) dude probably uh he I, I text him from the moment I wake up to the mo- like if I'm texting someone, my wife is like, "Are you texting Bo?" Because <laughs> we both record with the same guy. We're both from Texas, and then he lives like a few miles that way. Um, so we would hang out. Like he works from home as well before coronavirus, and so we would go like hang out. We did like a like a little mini we work at his house where we would like we only did it a few times, but we would like work at his house. He's he's awesome. So uh, oh shoot, what was I say? Oh, Bo has a full length album that he recorded but he's been releasing mostly singles and he was like trying to decide. I think he's going to, I don't, I don't want to, you know, ruin any of his surprises. So I'll leave it at that. But I, I was just talking to him about I'll leave you as a cliffhanger about it. I yes. Mean, yes. Maybe he could come on and, 
and reveal the truth. <laughs> he'll uh, he'll be the second part, part one right. on RCM podcast. You talked about as long him. as he shouts me out, <laughs> as long as you know, bring some people your way. Um, yeah, but that's you know that's because there's something to be said about in a world where like you like you just said like singles are singles are kind of is what is what is what is driving. Wow, I couldn't talk. That mm-hmm. much. Is what is driving songwriters and and, and artists. Um, you know traction and, and and bringing people in but then there's something to be said about listening to an album and seeing all of your especially from your point of view like not from totally. a listener's point of view from your point of view you know an album an album and an ep you know from top to bottom that's telling a story and that can mean something completely different to, to you than it does to me but, yeah you know it's like reading something you know like reading a quote in context or something like that right and so it's like just the way that it was intended to be heard is yeah. really cool so that's that's why I'm always I'm always excited whenever an artist only does like three singles and then puts an album out, and so which I just don't feel like is very realistic for most people these days. It's, but I mean, this stuff costs so much money to you. It, it costs so much money, even big artists too. Like I'm uh, actually actually a great example is um, have you ever listened to Phoebe Bridgers? No, she's like a she's awesome songwriter. She only put out like um, it's not like country Americana. It's more like indie i don't okay. i, I don't yeah. want to misquote it but it's like it's like it, indie like noah gunderson it's kind of similar okay. in a little vein a little bit um more indie feel i, I don't know what i'm talking about but she only put out i think like three singles for her last album and so it was like it was awesome getting to like get the whole listen l- listen to the whole thing and just like really enjoy it yeah that's cool i think that's i think that's always cool because then you know other things come from that too um so that's cool. So let's, you know, I, I told you I was going to bring this up and I'm going to do it because it's awesome. Let's talk about the merch. <laughs> oh, my man. Let's go. Let's, let's talk, talk about-, about the merch. So Colin's got some, if you, if you follow his uh, Instagram, which I do, um, Thank you. if you follow his Instagram, you'd see that he has some fire merch. Thank I you. have a, I have a, a, a little point right here in all bold. And I swear all it says is fire merch. That's, that's it. What's up? That's, that's it so um why don't you just let people know you know you know what it's about um it has to do with the new ep a lot of it so um yeah it's so cool it's yes well i so i for everyone listening i i work in a screen printing shop so my my day job is a salesman and i do a little graphic design as well i've got I've, at least i i say i'm a graphic designer to those who I'm trying to sell to. And I, and I, and I, I do stand by that. I can't do some of it, but um, yeah, I, I just started like a, I was like with, with the singles, like, you know, one for fun, just, I think it's a fun thing to do. And as long as I'm not like losing a ton of money on it, um, it's fun to give away stuff, you know, draw from a hat, like four or five people to give away. But I, I made some hats, which I really think were fun. I did some I'm wearing uh, right now. I'm actually wearing one of my hoodie, <laughs> but it's it's more so sort of self promotion. <laughs> well, it, to be honest, I only made one hoodie because I was like, I can't afford to just buy a bunch of them, and I was yeah. like, I just want something to wear while I'm working. And uh, it's champion, so uh, there's that. Uh, but you know, I did some like crewnecks, and then I've done like some sketches for some songs or for just fake my music in general, and um, I'll do those. And so I usually do really small runs or I'll do like pre-orders of stuff, but I I love it. I think it's cool that you like do it yourself though. It's not like you're just, it's not like, and then there's nothing against people that do this because you know, I I have artists merged too. Like I, I just do, but I think it's like cool that if you just like, 
you know, have a design. You're like, oh, I like this. Let's get it. And then if someone wants it, you know, I can give it to them or they can buy it or whatever else. Um, but it's cool to just like make a brand kind of thing. Also, like if I was to look at your sweatshirt and, you know, I read Walk Through Fire, right? I don't think I'd ever be like, like, you know, he's like promoting a, a record or anything like that. I think right, just, right, it's right. like, so that's what I like how it's subtle. Like it's like kind of cool. I mean, my, my best example is like, um, I was talking to uh, Vinny Pellizzi a couple, uh, about a week ago uh, for a few episodes uh, back. And he does a lot of, uh, he plays a lot of revival, the Tin Roof Revival. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob Schneider, you know, I've also, that episode comes out this week. I know I, I record ahead, shocker. But um, he, I, I was told that, you know, he, he'll just sometimes buy a box of hats with like the logo he just designed like off the website. And that's like it. But like, I think it's cool that, you know, you're not going through another like another service you're kind of just designing yourself and just dude you need to tell rob to hit your boy up dude <laughs> my, my job is 100 percent commission so I'm, I'm like always like i'm hustling so yeah, yeah. i think that's so I'm cool i think it's so cool yeah it's, it's a lot of fun it's just really fun too to like it's a fun way for my friends to support me yeah it's a fun way for me to like engage a part of like i would say i don't really have a crazy established like brand mm-hmm. but it is fun to like uh, Bo, who I mentioned earlier, actually, him and my friend Hayden have like, I mean, an unfathomable amount of mock ups and stuff that I'll, I'll make and send them throughout the day. And so I literally just dropped a sweatshirt and a hat off at Bo's house because, like, dude, thanks for like texting yeah. me so much about this. Um, but it, it's, it's really fun to just like, it kind of adds to the excitement for me of music coming out. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's a little thing to go with it. Yeah. Especially when, it's, when I don't do that many of them, it's like really fun to have like, that dude, like, you're limited getting, item yeah like my ep i think i have uh i have six 10 inches coming in like <laughs> like press like lathe cut vinyl and i'm like mostly just to give to people cool. involved and to have and so it's like uh but it's just like a, it's a fun feeling like I, yeah. I like stuff like that i have a couple like records of my of artists that i really like um and, and it's just like fun to like be like dude they only made 200 of these this yeah. is awesome you yeah. have a big vinyl collection I, I, uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I just I, like not like huge. I mean, I probably have like between seven inches and 12 inches. I probably have like just under 100. So uh, it's, it's, I, I've definitely put some time, in, some time into it. But uh, I, I've, I've recently listened to it A to Z and got rid of anything oh. that I wouldn't want to listen to in the future. So I'm, I'm like, I'm re, now I'm only buying the hits. Nice. I, um, I, I, right here next to me is a small stack. Of, nice. Uh, What's your fave? Um, they're all like pretty older because I took them from my aunt's house because she was going to give them all away. So I took them. My favorite's either, uh, let's see, it's either Greenwich from Asbury Park, Bruce Springsteen. Nice. That's a cool one. Or um, I have the Eagles Greatest Hits. That's also a big one. That's a big cool. one for me too. Or Hotel cool. California. I got two of those also. So, okay, nice. I don't know. Nice. It's, um, that's cool. And also, I mean, I grew up listening to those guys, and you know, I have the, I have the Beatles in there. I got some Stevie Wonder, Bob Seger, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash. I got I got a, like a bunch of random stacks, but I don't have a record player. Like I literally just got this like last week, so I just have this stack sitting here, and I'm waiting to get a record player so I can you know listen to it. Right. I also don't have that much room in my bedroom, so like I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm still living in a closet, waiting to you know move out and do my thing. So right, right. I, I don't know if I want to get a record player right now. That's just going to kind of sit on the floor. But um, totally, dude. You we'll got I just got a um a new turntable. 
and like speakers and it's so it is such a game changer it sounds it, so awesome yeah it sounds that's really the thing cool. is like i've never like i want to i mean i've listened to a lot of these albums just like you know like anyone does like digitally but or even like on a cd but like and i've listened to records before but i've never listened to like the ones that i grew up listening to like i feel like it's just a whole different sound i just want to dive mm-hmm. into it and just like see. It, it, it's also like the you it, like with how easily accessible music is on spotify and stuff it is kind of fun to just ha- put a little tiny effort of like, all right, I'm putting this on here. I'm picking it out. I'm, put, you know, it is, and then you can just kind of like have it on. But yeah. like, it's it feels a little bit. To me, it feels a little bit more active. I'm sure this sounds like totally like <laughs> like pretentious. No, I don't, I don't think it does though, because I think a lot of people are kind of diving into vinyl too. It's yeah, like, it's fun. It's just fun, dude. It's, yeah. like, it's because I I used to love going to buy a CD, and so it's like. Now that this is, I would say, having more of a resurgence with even artists that I listen to today, mm-hmm. it's it's very it's really it's kind of nice to have the hard the, the hard copy. Yes, it, yes. I like to look at the artwork. Like that's a big thing. Like okay, like I'll just slide this out. Slide it out. Like, even just like look at just like this. Yeah, like, that's cool. Like, that's cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you got like this, and then there's like you know, if, well, I just realized that you know people can't actually see what we're talking about. We're talking about Green Raspberry Park. <laughs> So he's like, holding up my album wow it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> but like it's cool to like look at look at side one and you know kind of just like you know go through the whole thing i don't know i think it's, i think it's fun as someone who likes music i think it's fun um, right on dude yeah it's 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 a really fun hobby all right let me interview you let's let's go let's get your episode in right oh now. man all right let's do it <laughs> what, are your, what are your two favorite artists of all time yes doesn't matter what genre no all right um of all time my two favorite artists um it's between garth brooks Right on. And Bruce Springsteen. Nice. What, who, who are you listening to the most right now? Right now, Bruce. I'm listening to a lot of Bruce right now. Nice. Who's, who's, the, who's the hot up-and-comer that we need to know about? <laughs> I mean, listen, Colin Benner's pretty cool. I'm My just man, saying. <laughs> if, if I wasn't on the show, who's the hot up-and-comer we need to um, know? Honestly, I mean, I don't know if any of you know Gabe Lee, but I'm really into Gabe. Oh, dude. Yes. So good. Gabe, Gabe's a really big one. Um, so... Go listen to Gabe. Also, I mean, I just talked to Vinny, Vinny Pelosi, who's good friends with Gabe. And <laughs> Vinny's kind of a alternative rockish thing going on. He's from Philly. Um, so that was kind of cool because he used to spend his summers down in Jersey. So we talked about that. So that was fun. But um, he's cool too. So I don't, th- I, th- I think Gabe Lee is, is one of those up and comers where I'm like, yo, you got everyone's got to listen to him. And yeah, he's, he's awesome. Like, yeah. What else you got? Grill me. Uh, let's see. What's your favorite food? Oh, um, if I could eat everything for anything every single day for the rest of my life, it'd probably be lobster. I love nice. seafood. What's the best part about living in Jersey? <laughs> well, um, Taylor Ham. I don't know. Do you know what Taylor Ham is? No, I've no. You clue. know what pork roll is? They're the same thing. You've no. never heard of either of those? Okay, so I'm gonna give you a quick Jersey lesson here. So this is food. Yeah. So okay, hit me up with it. <laughs> so when we have like bagel, like bagels in Jersey, like like really really good it's not like a bagel that you would normally i promise you it's like okay. a different type of bagel it's like always hot kind of crispy like thick doughy like it's really good but it's not soft it's like you know but if you ever get like a bacon egg and cheese you got a taylor ham egg and cheese instead taylor ham is like a spiced ham it's like a little bit thicker than like a, you know a deli piece of ham it's like a mix between if you actually like carve a ham and a okay but it's like spice it's kind of got a little kick to it and it's so good and you can really own anyone that lives in jersey knows of it but like outside of that not really okay so like nice. if you've never like been to jersey so you don't what's know. it called one more time so it's 
So you're either going to hear Taylor ham or pork roll. They're the same thing. But in my area, we call it Taylor ham because that's what it's supposed to be called. Anywhere else, like Central Jersey, South Jersey, they call it pork roll because they're stupid. They so this is a, this is when you're, sorry. You're, when you're saying this, this is a type of food. Yeah, this is a this type. Is, of it's food. like it's like it's like queso versus uh uh. Blah, blah, blah. If someone was like say cheese dip or something like that, or like yeah. So it's that, not it's not. If there's not a restaurant called Taylor Ham. No, 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 no. It is a type. Of okay, food okay. That okay. You this use for like breakfast sandwiches or like it's it's a big breakfast thing. But like here, you can like get it on a burger. You know what I mean? Nice. So, like, here I'm gonna. Sh- I got a picture for you. This is what <laughs> everyone Google Taylor Ham, <laughs> not not whatever the other one that people shouldn't not, call. Not pork roll, Rob. Not, yes, Rob Schneider, I'm calling you out because you call it pork roll and I don't like it. That it looks, it looks like good. It's, it's good. I'm telling you, it's so, so good. nice. It's like is it, something. Is it, is it offensive for me to say it? Kind of looks like a hot pocket, or or it kind of looks like a kolache, to be honest. Okay. Well, that I mean that was just the 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 sandwich, but. It looks good. It looks I really know what good. What you're saying, it, it, you know, now that I look at it, it does kind of look. Yeah, you're right. I'm also looking at it through Zoom on that's your true. phone. <laughs> that's another thing too. Um, but yeah, I think that's um, that's some Jersey knowledge for you. Other than right that, on. other than that, I kind of want to move to Nashville. Hot take, but you know, that's just my. That's just my. Oh, nice hot take. Yeah, you never. Well, know. if you do, hit me up and we can go get some not Taylor Ham here. We can go get some no food. Taylor Ham, <laughs> or we can just like go on a. Large excursion to find Taylor Ham somewhere. Potentially, dude. Maybe Someone's I can find it. Maybe I can find it before you here before. You. <laughs> or, or even better, I can have an entire box of like a case of Taylor Ham. You can bring it, dude. And then we, we can be set for like months on Taylor Ham, <laughs> dude. No, anyone that you've interviewed who lives here, you can throw a Taylor Ham party, and everyone can. Oh yeah, out. and we can. And get I can meet. Then I can meet Larry Fleet. <laughs> What's up, Larry? If you're listening to this episode, that's your boy Colton. Hit me up, Larry. Colton, he, he, he's really, uh, he's really into into you. He uh, texted me yesterday and said, "I think I'm gonna go watch, listen to that Larry Fleet episode." And I said, oh. "I did, and I did Larry Fleet. I did listen to it." Larry is a Larry's a funny dude. I'll tell you that he's a funny guy. He really yeah, he seems like a nice dude. He is. Well, Colton, man, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to the EP. Um, yeah, I, I uh, I'm super excited for what you got to put out because. I think you're super talented, which is why I want to talk to you. <laughs> Dude, thank you. It, it means the world to me that you asked me to come on this. And I'm just excited to be a part of this. It's really fun. So I appreciate it. Listen, you can listen to all his music wherever you listen to music. Uh, he's awesome. This is another episode of Remember Country Music. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode, do it. just like I did. Yes, listen to him. He said, do it. And follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast, please. I really appreciate it. That's where you can find all the updates on any episode, any posts, my new Music Friday post, which is always a fun time. Um, but listen, give us a follow at RCM underscore podcast. Like always, I'm Kyle. That's Colin. And I'll see you next week.